Deductive Logic by George William Joseph Stock, M.A. Part 2 of Propositions. Chapter 2 of The Copula. 186. There are two kinds of copula, one for affirmative and one for negative statements. 187. Materially, the copula is expressed by some part of the verb to be, with or without the negative, or else is wrapped up in some inflectional form of a verb. 188. The material form of the copula is an accident of language and a matter of indifference to logic. The kettle boils is as logical a form of expression as the kettle is boiling, for it must be remembered that the word is here is a mere sign of agreement between the two terms and conveys no notion of actual existence. We may use it indeed with equal propriety to express non-existence as when we say an idol is nothing. 189. When the verb to be expresses existence, in fact, it is known in grammar as the substantive verb. In this use, it is predicate as well as copula, as when we say God is, which may be analyzed, if we please, into God is existent. 190. We have laid down above that there are two kinds of copula, affirmative and negative but some logicians have maintained that the copula is always affirmative. 191. What then, it may be asked on this view, is the meaning of negative propositions, to which the answer is that a negative proposition asserts an agreement between the subject and a negative term. When, for instance, we say, the whale is not a fish, this would be interpreted to mean the whale is a not fish. 192. Undoubtedly, any negative proposition may be exhibited in an affirmative form, since by the law of excluded middle, given a pair of contradictory terms, wherever the one can be asserted, the other can be denied, and vice versa. We shall find later on that this principle gives rise to one of the forms of immediate inference. The only question, then, can be, which is the more natural and legitimate form of expression? It seems simpler to suppose that we assert the agreement of whale with not fish by implication only, and that what we directly do is to predicate a disagreement between the whale and the positive attributes connoted by fish. For since not fish must apply to every conceivable object of thought except those which fall under the positive term fish, to say that a whale is a not fish is to say that we have still to search for a whale throughout the whole universe of being, minus a limited portion, which is only a more clumsy way of saying that it is not to be found in that portion. 193. Again, the term not fish must be understood either in its intention or in its extension. If it be understood in its intention, what it connotes is simply the absence of the positive qualities which constitute a fish, a meaning which is equally conveyed by the negative form of proposition. We gain nothing in simplicity by thus confounding assertion with denial. If, on the other hand, it is to be taken in extension, this involves the awkwardness of supposing that the predicate power of a term resides in its extensive capacity. 194. We therefore recognize predication as being of two kinds, affirmation and negation, corresponding to which there are two forms of copula. 195. 
On the other hand, other logicians have maintained that there are many kinds of copula, since the copula must vary according to the various degrees of probability with which we can assert or deny a predicate of a subject. This view is technically known as the doctrine of the modality of the copula. 196. It may plausibly be maintained that the division of propositions into affirmative and negative is not an exhaustive one, since the result of an act of judgment is not always to lead the mind to a clear assertion or a clear denial, but to leave it in more or less doubt as to whether the predicate applies to the subject or not. Instead of saying simply A is B or A is not B, we may be led to one of the following forms of proposition. A is possibly B. A is probably B. A is certainly B. The adverbial expression which thus appears to qualify the copula is known as the mode. 197. When we say the accused may be guilty, we have a proposition of very different force from the accused is guilty, and yet the terms appear to be the same. Wherein, then, does the difference lie? In the copula would seem to be the obvious reply. We seem, therefore, driven to admit that there are as many different kinds of copula as there are different degrees of assurance with which a statement may be made. 198. But there is another way in which modal propositions may be regarded. Instead of the mode being attached to the copula, it may be considered as itself constituting the predicate, so that the above propositions would be analyzed thus. That A is B is possible. That A is B is probable. That A is B is certain. 199. The subject here is itself a proposition of which we predicate various degrees of probability. In this way, the division of propositions into affirmative and negative is rendered exhaustive. For wherever before we had a doubtful assertion, we have now an assertion of doubtfulness. 200. If degrees of probability can thus be eliminated from the copula, much more so can expressions of time, which may always be regarded as forming part of the predicate. The sun will rise tomorrow may be analyzed into the sun is going to rise tomorrow. In either case, the tense belongs equally to the predicate. It is often an awkward task so to analyze propositions relative to past or future time as to bring out the copula under the form is or is not, but fortunately, there is no necessity for so doing, since, as has been said before, see number 188, the material form of the copula is a matter of indifference to logic. Indeed, in affirmative propositions, the mere juxtaposition of the subject and predicate is often sufficient to indicate their agreement. For example, most haste, worst speed. Shalifa, the kala. It is because all the propositions are not affirmative that we require a copula at all. Moreover, the awkwardness of expression just alluded to is a mere accident of language. In Latin, we may say with equal propriety, sol orietur class, or sol est oritudus class. While past time may also be expressed in the analytic form in the case of deponent verbs as Caesar est in Gallium profectus, Caesar is gone into Gaul. 201. The copula, then, may always be regarded as pure, that is, as indicating mere agreement or disagreement between the two terms of the proposition. End of chapter, read by Leonidas for Lit2Go, on the web at fcit.usf.edu.